Welcome back to Spectre Vision. Yes, tonight, tomorrow, today, whenever you're listening, we are talking about the 2021 movie Malignant by James Wan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, James Wan, who you'll know from uh, directing the first Saw movie and directing Insidious, The Conjuring, um, Aquaman, oddly enough. Yeah, he made it a point, like, when I watched a trailer for this that had a little bit of his dialogue in it, just talking about wanting to do something different and, and to always kind of be adapting as you're creating movies. And it, it makes sense when you watch this movie. Yeah, this movie was different than what I was expecting going in, for sure. Because, obviously, Malignant, you think of a tumor, right? Yes. But you're looking at the poster, you watch the trailer, you're like, mm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what's happening here. But Yeah, and it, it, it plays out pretty well, but it's very much in the Tarantino realm of breaking things down and then you also get the things are not as what they seem i don't know um i mean some of it's kind of obvious but at the same time i think i'm gonna enjoy this movie a lot less than other people but it had moments where i was like this is great but there's a few things that really threw it off for me though so not enough (laughs) yeah it opens up at a fucking research hospital that looks like from uh looks like arkham asylum from batman and robin yeah, it does. That's what literally my brain thinks of. Uh, Simeon Research Hospital, 1993 is the caption. And then there's a doctor on the camcorder saying, uh, basically, Gabriel is growing stronger. Uh, you know. And then someone uh, bursts in there and is like, yeah, we're such high energy. Isn't this great for you guys? Yeah. We're both fucking yawning here. It's almost That's- one in the morning when we're recording this. Bastard hurt my dog over here. <laughs> someone bursts in saying, he's loose again. And then um, someone describes it. This is one of those cheesy things. It's it's like he's drinking electricity. And you hear yeah. that line, and I was just like, ooh, I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, <laughs> then uh, breaks a guard's arm. She shoots him. Yeah, and it's straight out of Jurassic Park, because anytime I was Shoot watching... Her. Shoot her! That's, what I, that's all that went through my mind when I saw that scene. Yeah. Because the doctor's, like, shooting at her. You see the panda socks implying that it, there's, it's a kid. Yeah. And then um, the monster speaks through the fucking radio and says, I will kill you all. And then that's when she says, it's time we cut out the cancer. And then it's like dun 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 credits badass music dun 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 dun, dun, dun industrial score dun 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 dun, dun. it's nineteen ninety nine again dun 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 dun, dun. final destination or scream pretty much present day Madison she's chilling she's pregnant come, come home, home from, from work, work feeling ill yeah, she's, she's not pregnant feeling good and you normally be like oh honey come lay in bed I'll go watch the game downstairs if if at all even or I'll just lay down uh, with lay you with and and have have a nice little cuddle because you don't feel but well. But Derek is a piece of Derek dog is a dick, and we don't even know how much of a dick he is yet. We just know that he won't get off the fucking bed and let her have it so she can take a nap. Yeah. And then 
she wants to rest, and she turns off the TV, and he's like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah, he loses his shit. So clearly, we already see that this is an abusive relationship. It's not what it wants to be. And he literally says, um, how many times do I have to watch my children die inside of you? Yeah. Implying that she's obviously had a few Multiple miscarriages. Miscarriage. Yeah. It's real fucked up. Like, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a touch. It's a sensitive subject for people. It's more common than people would talk about, but it, like just the way this guy's presenting yeah. himself is like, man, fuck this guy. It already yeah. gives you a chance to be like, fuck this guy. Yep. Uh, she pushes him away, and then he fucking... Basically, Dexter basically throws pretty much her in the shoves wall. her fucking head into the wall to the point where it fucking makes a big dent. It looks like he hits her in the stomach too. Almost, I thought she was gonna have another miscarriage right here and now. Which, yeah, that's, um, that's what I was thinking when it happened. She, she basically does, but not yet. Um, yeah, so you find that she's basically bleeding from the back of her head, which is interesting because she later keeps bleeding from it. But we'll get there. Yeah, that's one of the, that's. There's several things in this movie that don't really work, and that's one of the pieces there that. It's not how fucking bleeding works and blood coagulation and shit well, like it, that. Well, it's, it's explained later why it keeps bleeding. Yes. I mean, the whole situation is fucking ridiculous to begin with. So at that point, once that's happened, this makes perfect sense because it's just like, whatever. This is wacky yeah. as fuck. Um, he goes to get her ice and then she fucking locks the door because fuck that guy. I'm so sorry. Let me go get you some ice. Yeah, he's... I'm not that guy anymore. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah. Trust he, me, you're not that guy. Still are that guy. Like Trust me, changed. I'm that guy, pal. I'm that guy. Um, she's in bed. He he's sleeping on the couch. A noise wakes him up. Fucking kitchen, the blender's on and shit. And then the fridge opens behind him. Yeah. Oh, then you see the the fucking hooded figure watching TV. That scene's pretty cool. That's one of the cooler visual like things. Yeah, and then you see the couch cushion move too when the light comes on. The indent tension. Yeah. yeah, implying that he was still there or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, obviously then he gets, uh... He gets chased around and fucking, well, not chased around, but he gets murdered, like, right away. Yeah, pretty quick. Um, then she gets down there and she gets fucked up, too. Yeah, she gets tossed around a little bit, but she's, she survives. The police and detectives investigate... Yeah, and, Shaw um, and uh, Moss. I didn't even write their names down. I was like, fuck them, yeah. I'm calling them the detectives. Because even though they said their names multiple times, I had just yeah. committed to that at that point. Um, Madison's at the hospital. She lost her baby. Her sister Sydney's there to try to comfort her. Yep, has to break the news to her that she lost the baby again, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, the sister says you lost the baby, and then she reveals to her that she's lost other babies. No, then... that's not revealed to her yet. She only knows about the one at that point. The sister? Yeah. Okay. Um sister drops her off back at home though once she's better she's unresponsive when the detectives show up before right before she's dropped off at home and stuff like she's just for days af- after that she was unresponsive and then she gets dropped back back home when she's doing a little better and she's like no this is my home i have to defend it wait that's home alone yeah <laughs> she's like this is my home I, I can't let him take that away from me too or whatever and um she power drills up the place just like Kevin McAllister. Is this home alone? Sounds um, like it at times. Her sister comes over. And here's an interesting thing. Some foreshadowing right away for you. Um, remember when she's knocking on the door, she, her, her key doesn't work anymore or whatever. And then you see, what's her name? Madison, staring at the wall uh-huh. at her sh- 
what yes. looks like here's the thing she's staring at the fucking place where her head was smashed in yes. but when the scene goes to the scene and cuts to it i think she's staring at her shadow that's what it looks like to me like that's what i observed and then i realized oh she's actually staring at that but this is where i started to guess there's something she's involved with this like directly Somehow, like it is yeah. her like yeah. or another version of her that's where i was starting to catch vibes of that for sure when she was staring at the shadow there so that's a little bit of i think that was that part foreshadowing that was really well done um her sister scares the shit out of her and she comes inside and they you know they talk um oh she comes across the the shadow thing again the street light goes out and she mm-hmm. locks up her place, but the back door was open and shit. Remember that? Yeah. Um, that's at, That's when she power drills up the place. Okay. And then her sister's there. And she tells her that she was adopted at eight and remembers nothing before that. And that's when I wrote down, that's it. She's the shadow or it's her brother or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote yep. that down specifically. And here's where something interesting happens. We cut to the old Seattle tour. Yes. And I'm like thinking, is this real? This is very interesting. I would like to see that. Yeah, that does look It also reminds me of Futurama. New New York Mm -hmm. is built on top of old New York City, and they go under, and it's pretty much like that, but it's a lot higher. Yeah. But it's still like, oh, it's fascinating as hell. Um... And that's her fucking job, just go down there and give tours. That's cool as hell, too. Mm -hmm. It'd be like working at Fantastic Caverns where you get to paid to drive people into this dark fucking weird cave all day yeah um she yeah well she's closing up for the night and she hears clanking sounds and the bitch wakes up tied in an attic yes tied up too at the on the angled ceiling right of the pitch yeah. of the the ceiling in there which is kind of wild um gabriel talks to her through static and shit fucking weird mm-hmm. oh they call dr weaver because you're 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 you don't know who this woman is at this point. We'll get to that, but um, he says to her on the phone, "It's time to cut out the cancer." Mm-hmm. And then I literally wrote down, "Okay, I got it now. He was the cancer. She's what is left." Yeah, I predicted it then. Yeah. At that moment, that's when they gave away enough detail. I was like, "Okay, explained." Yep. Um, she's doing laundry. Oh, yeah, and then she finds her head bleeding again, you know? And it's like yep. days later at this point. She's like, what the fuck's happening? Um, and then she kind of has that weird, the melting shit around her, and she sees Dr. Weaver killed. Yeah, it's like one of her visions. It, it, it's it's set up like it's that. It's explained later, but... Yeah, and it's... Some of the way, those. it's very much like almost... Uh, Inception, it felt like, with the way some of the rooms are moving around and things like that, and yeah. the, the metamorphosis, or even some stuff from Doctor Strange. But it's very typical of what you'd expect for a room morphing right now from modern CGI. But it's more horror because it gives more of a. Dr- it's less geom- geometry, geometry, yeah, geometrical. Geometri- it's less geometrical and it feels more like dripping and slimy too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, the detectives find a photo of Madison as a child at. Dr. Weaver's house and learned that she specialized in child reconstruction surgery. Further verifying all of my theories at this point, I was like, all right, I already have this movie figured out. It's done. Yeah. 
Um, and this is, this is where I wrote down, this is a remake of Basket Case. And I tweeted that, and it's been liked and retweeted and stuff. Uh, she wakes up in a dream and watches Dr. Fields die. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a weird scene when he's just, like, seeing water, and he's like, oh, I gotta clean up this water even though my window's open. Somebody's clearly in my apartment. Like, fucking this guy deserves to die. And he does. He gets stabbed in the face like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and then she has them draw the drawing or whatever. She goes to the detectives and tells them about the dream shit. They go to the site and find the body. And then one of the few little pop culture jokes in there is... uh. They compa- she's like, oh, so I'm we're putting out a hit on uh, Sloth from the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel calls Madison Emily on the phone because he calls her when she's in the bathroom at the police station. Yes. She shouts, Gabriel knows. Gabriel know when he's talking about killing more people and shit, and then she kind of starts to remember some shit, oddly enough. She realizes yeah. he wasn't an imaginary friend as she thought he was, basically. Um, well, yeah, the, her mind is, has taught her that it's the imaginary friend, so... Yeah. Um, here's an interesting thing. They go to research the journals, like the archives of her being interviewed as a kid and yes. shit, right? They're on some USB drives. From 1993. USB drives. Now, I know what you're going to say. They could easily have upgraded this and just transferred the data over. That's no problem. Yeah. Yeah, but why the fuck would they have done that? Well, why would And why you... would they keep it in that file if they had done that? All that stuff. That that whole thing is illogical, but it's a movie, so I'm just going to brush over it because, you know, these things happen. I get it. That, that's a pointless thing to really gripe over and say the movie's bad over. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny and comical to say, yeah, they would have, sure, from all that research in the 90s, that when that place got shut down sure she would upgrade that and keep those usb files for whatever the fucking reason no yeah and there's another issue is when they go back to that later right when sydney's back there and you see her doing all the research and finding all this there it's like you don't have an abandoned medical facility that has all that fucking personal information there i don't give a fuck what you are doing like that would all have been fucking removed and destroyed yeah so now, granted, a doctor may have had some of those personal tapes, like, saved at home, and that would have been more of a thing, like, that the doctor died, and then they went through their personal archive. Um, but whatever. Madison gets to watch Dr. Gregory die as mm-hmm. the doctor, de- uh, the detective shows up and discovers it right there and then ends up chasing the... Creature that you actually see f- yeah. really actually... In, uh, Gabriel. Uh, yeah. And ends up getting shot and chased into old Seattle again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an interesting scene. I mean, it's... Nothing super special. They do have a a woman contortionist playing that thing sometimes, Gabriel. Yeah. Sometimes, so mm-hmm. you got that going. It's kind of interesting. Nothing. The only thing that I hate about Gabriel's design and this like cloak and outfit, it looks like a video game character. Like I feel like I'm watching Assassin's Creed or some shit instead of a horror movie. It's not scary to me. Like I get it, and I get. I don't know. And earlier scenes, the face looks kind of scary. The being face could be by yes. the hair. And I do like the shape of the collar of the shirt and all that, but I don't really care for the rest of the outfit. Yeah, it just feels like Kylo Ren's outfit. It just feels like you're intentionally <laughs> make, like trying to... I mean, I get... You're, you're limited to what you can do with that, but 
Yeah, it's, it's like whatever. No, she goes to a hypnotherapist. One, <laughs> three, deeper, deeper. <laughs> way, way down. Deeper, deeper. Deeper, deeper. One. Um, yeah, office space. Um, <laughs> she reveal realizes her name is Emily May, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, she almost killed her unborn sister because of uh, Gabriel. And Serena May is the mother, her mother, her actual mother, who's tied up in the attic, but Gabriel tied her up in the attic. Whatever attic. <laughs> yeah. And then the mother falls down from her attic. It is revealed that it's her attic that he's been fucking living in. Yes. And so she's arrested basically for that. Um, yeah, and the cops are like, yeah, one I told of those, you so. Like that scene where it shows her about to cut the cake, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it melts into the being the fucking pregnant mom. Yeah. That's what she's holding the knife over. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. That's fucking, that's a pretty good scene. Um, she's arrested, obviously, and is the number one suspect, so. Yeah, and the cops are saying it the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's her, man. Like, look at it. You know, they're just calling it all out like they see it, so. Yeah. The one guy isn't convinced, necessarily, because he's all wanting to bang the sister. Mm, yeah. Sydney. Yeah. Prescott. Exactly. Maureen Prescott. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel calls them, and he's like, I want my stuff back. Yeah, because they actually have the murder weapon. Yeah, so then they kind of realize, okay, well, I guess it's not her, but also is, well, I don't know what, they, they're still confused. Yeah, they're, they're, they almost think like she's working with whoever because he was there, right? Yeah. And she's got motive, too, when they see that, like, she's had miscarriages and she's been abused by this guy, that's her husband, Derek, that's dead. Yeah. So. Um, so, Serena May is, they show a video from 1985 and... Either that, it's a flashback. I think it's a video they're watching, though. And she's talking about how she was fucking, or they're talking about how she was raped, basically. And that's where their her kid came from. And her kid was basically uh, parasitic, had a parasitic twin on the fucking back of it. Like Quato yeah. from Total Recall. Yeah, they call it a teratome, I think is what they say the official yeah. verbiage is. Um. And now that is an interesting reveal, right? When they when they do this reveal, I did like that piece. Because if you hadn't figured out by the clues around it yet, you know, this was a fun yeah. kind of monster reveal there. Because based on the opening scenes and things, like I said, it's kind of a bait and switch with what you're expecting. Yeah, because then you expect that part to have been removed mm-hmm. and be walking around. Yes. Yeah. And that's not what happened. No, but that works well, though, because that, no, that would have been very fucking interesting how that... Been that out. would have been more like Basket Case. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> we're going to have to watch that and cover because it's so fucking sure. weird. Um, but I do like how they show the, you know, all the trauma going on with this thing and like Gabriel and, you know, they obviously yeah. circle back to the, the design th- of him when he's on the whole back of her body. And the terror. Well, yeah, they revealed all this crazy shit about her and then they eventually showed that actually on the back of her head. And you're like, okay, it's, that's fucking terrifying, right? Because it, it looks great. Yeah, I wrote down it looks like Voldemort, too, because in the first Harry Potter movie, Voldemort lives on the back of Professor Quirrell's head. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he wears a turban and covers his ass up. <laughs> um, so that's looked like Voldemort to me. I was like, where's fucking Harry Potter when you need him? Yeah, exactly. Um, this movie got weird then. 
because it all of a sudden felt like the Matrix with a two-headed monster. Yeah, it went almost like action sequence too much. That's it, what I wrote down. It was an first, action sequence. It felt like a shitty ripoff of the first Terminator sequence, like with all the cops dying in the police station. Like yeah, that was a great sequence, though, and that captivates me, but this did not. I kept, like, looking at my phone and shit during this scene, if that has any indication of this movie, because a lot of it kept my attention, but... Well, and Shaw and Moss don't, you know, like, are trying to fight this thing off, and they finally kind of figure out what's going on with it, and... It was, like, Deadpool-style action, not, like, horror action. I don't Yeah, know. it just didn't really fit. It felt like more, like, if you've seen Aquaman, it felt like more of an action sequence out of Aquaman than it would an actual horror movie. And for one, because the CGI was just off, and it's it's not that the lighting was bad or anything, it was just some of the character design. It almost felt more like an anime character being drawn on the... I mean, you're, you've got a person that's basically reversed, right? You see... Right. It definitely had anime character vibes, but... You see the, the hands and the joints, like, kind of twist, and the contortionists, you can tell in some of the scenes, look great, but obviously with this amount of fast movement, you're not going to be able to do that, so... Those scenes really lost me. It was too distracting. It just didn't work well for me to be engaged in the scene. Yeah, I would have had the Gabriel be a lot more vulgar and weird, too. Yeah. To be funnier. But that's me because I like weird shit. Well, if you're going to go that route, yeah, to have it saying some other shit would have made sense. A few other things on there, you know, with... That whole hospital sequence in general is very bizarre because you basically learn that he's been hijacking her body and locking her away in a prison in her own mind. So she's in that fucking jail cell, or she thinks she is still, but he's es- he's escaped using her body after... This is one of those things that I wrote down that I fucking hate that scene. Who I wrote down, who fucking wrote this? Whoever wrote the, the whole part where the female prisoners who are in there with her all of a sudden like, Attorney we're gonna whoop your ass for no fucking reason because fuck you... Fuck you! And well, they're, they're trying I to play like, it up, but like she's a well-to-do, like wealthy white woman, and like that's no, like, she she doesn't come across people in who that. are in holding cells aren't just fucking like that. Yeah, I've been in a holding cell. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, me, and I I wasn't that guy. So I don't know. Fuck all yeah. that. Yeah, that was. It just felt like a cheap way to explain some of it, right? And then, you know, because then she wakes up and she sees the dead cops all around her. Like, that's how she's, she realizes. Well, she find, her sister calls out to her and shit. And um, the detective almost shoots her. And then she kind of fucks up the detective, fucks up the sister a little bit. And then she has to, like, battle him in her mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind's eye. Which... Again, I tuned out. This whole thing had way too many different Stranger Things vibes for me, too. Um, but not in a fun way. No, not in a fun way. I also mean here in the blackness and the darkness. Yeah. In the mind thing, and you're like, okay, I get it. Um, and the mental the experiment vibes are mostly the Stranger Things, where that came from. It felt like very reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get it. That's a kind of a tropey thing, but... Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me, especially when, like, how fucking hard do you have to try to set up a sequel? Can't you do a well-rounded story where, at the end, people aren't walking out, who and people who walk out at the end of that going, oh, there's going to be a sequel. I can't wait to see that. Those people are fucking morons. If you hear me, I'm sorry. You're a fucking moron. Because this it's just stupid at the end of this movie where you're like, I want closure, 
And they're like, no, because we have to tease a potential sequel because, you know, we're going to make four fucking five more of these movies and extend the universe because it's fucking James Wan and uh, fucking, you know, The Conjuring and Annabelle and all this horse shit. Well, here's the good news is, since this movie fucking tanked at the box office this weekend, it did shit. Like five million or something? Is that what I read? Six million? Is that right? Yeah, six million over its opening weekend. And Shang-Chi on its second weekend, I think, pulled in another 35 million or something. So. Well, that also has more exclusivity. Yep. So there you go. Because I didn't go to the theater and pay to watch it. I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah. Like you did. So that's what happens when you release your movie on HBO Max and in theaters. Especially if I don't care enough to go see it in a theater. And there's things in this movie that work. There's a few scenes that I really liked. I really like seeing the terraform and seeing Gabriel in there. That was pretty terrifying. It's a li- I'll give it credit for at least being like... Hey, I'm going to try to reference an old movie without ripping it off too much, but also try to do something new and unique. Yeah. But when I get to the end, like I said, where he's she's just like, I'm locking it away in my mind. I have the power now. And you're like, okay. And then I get it explicitly it. tells her, I'll be there. And she's like, I'll be waiting. Exactly. And you're like, and you're oh, like okay. Uh, the other scene I liked just visually was where they show the surgery going on because that surgery is actually shown in the beginning of the film. It's through yeah. the credits, right? I like how they reference that back, but mm-hmm. they show how they're, they couldn't remove all of Gabriel. So they like, they push it down into her skull and like whatever they were connected at in the, in the, in the brain is pushed in there. Um, the oh. thing that didn't work for me the most out of this entire movie though, is the entire paranormal element in the fact that, it can control lights and talk through the radio. That was fucking stupid to me. Well, yeah, that's very, again, Stranger Things, like how Will could do that. I didn't need any of that. To me, it would have been a better, scarier movie is if that thing didn't talk at all, and it, we just found out, like, its brain had taken over her brain at times. It, that's that's the thing, is that extra electricity bit makes it supernatural for no reason. And yeah. the other thing that does, which is stupid as hell, and I, again, groaned out loud when I watched was as soon as she locks him up or whatever, her, the vagina on the back of her head closes up. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Why would that happen? That's stupid. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just leave that thing hanging open? Oh, she's got to get it fixed now. Because the flesh doesn't just heal and close like that unless it's some supernatural shit, which, I mean, I get it. This is a made-up movie anyway, but it just doesn't They're fit. They're trying with, to do that. It's inconsistent. But the other piece on that, though, to your point, is when they show the skull cracked open... And they're, and they're putting the brain back in there after the separation surgery, right? That's, like, more up high on the brain. And so, like, you figure, okay, hey, we cracked into this skull, right? And I get that a child's skull isn't completely formed. You know, it's multiple pieces and stuff, so it can fit through the birth canal. But <laughs> where they, there they crack into the skull to do that, like, and then where Gabriel breaks out of the back of the skull in the back later and, and stuff. And so... Um, it's one of those where you, when you watch it, it makes sense because the hair's like, her hair's kind of flowing, wavy in the back, and you kind of get that. Okay, that all that all plays through. It's very mm. obvious once you see that. But I didn't need any of the paranormal bullshit because that just took away from the story. It, it would be much more scary. I should have just said scary. It'd just be scarier if they could have just done it with not knowing what's going on with that, and then find that out later on. I'd say my big problems with it are the costume design. The uh, action-y sequences instead of horror. Yeah. And like all those problems I listed that were at the last five or ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, it was too much violence. 
and not in the fun way. It's like when you're killing all those cops, like you're well, killing it, them it becomes you're reason. killing off so many so quickly in such an action sequence that it just becomes a blur of just motion CGI and nothing and stunt work that I can't tell what's fucking happening anyway because it's just weird shaped and and, and it's funny because they have some really amazing scenes throughout this movie like where they're snapping the bone like you see the bone break through the skin and like it's really gory some of the gore is amazing and then the, you get the CGI crap and it's like fast paced action killing you're like is this the, the Matrix? killing se- sequence is this John Wick what the fuck are we watching the poster with her face red and you're like oh I, that just looks like a poster that's kind of a shot taken directly from the movie when she's sleeping and dreaming or whatever but not actually dreaming is killing that fucking guy dr fields Mm -hmm. and watches him get stabbed in the face and all that that scene is a good horror scene and she's like terrified there, struck there and the lighting is red so that's a good one i felt like with a couple more rewrites and a few things there this would have been a much better film i didn't hate it but it's just one of those things where you're like yeah it's so tropey in some spots for a movie that's advertising that it's not doing the same shit we didn't do okay Kind of, right? But you still figured out plot I, by plot point. I, mean, I figured first, it out very... As I was on. writing the notes, I was writing it down so I would be like able to dissect how I was viewing it. Feeling, yeah. Because I was like, I wonder if I'm going to be able to predict things that are happening. And I was like thinking, oh my God. I literally predicted almost everything the exact yeah. way it was, except for the fact that I thought the creature was going to be him separately. I didn't know they were going to do the thing where he, oh, he's just controlling her body because I thought that's a little stupid, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I think it'd be funner to have a little fucking tumor mutant running around rather than an anime character. Yeah, walking backwards. Assassin's right? Creed looking. The, the, they almost felt like the liquors from Resident Evil, like those things, like with some of the vibes that that creature gave off and yeah. just the way it was moving. And it was just like not impressive. It was just like. <sighs> and the, I just, the blocking away in the mind thing, it's like, no, have that motherfucker killed. Give me yeah. some conclusion. And then they said they're just too worried about setting something up for the future. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And then they imply that she takes this thing's powers. Like, well, what do you mean these powers? Like, right? The I'm superhuman now. I can lift this hospital bed off of you. Yeah. Some of that stuff just didn't pan out. And I don't know if like shit got cut in the editing room floor that explained more of this, but it just yeah. like. Eh. I just groan at that. I don't know. I see why this movie didn't do so great at the box office because it was the only reason I watched it is because it was on HBO Max. It was like, eh, okay, Same. it's there. It's been hyped up a little more, but the but the but the critics are really like fifty fifty split on it. People are either like, oh, it's brilliant, or this is fucking dog shit. And I'm kind of like, where oh, there's some there's a little brilliant moments in it, but yeah, yeah so uh, I can see that there's some not my great, favorite. There's some great sequences. There's some great gore. There's some really fun moments, and then there's a lot of like the twist is the fun. I'll doing? give you that, but it's yeah. it's foreshadowed so much that. I couldn't be just me who noticed exactly what's happening, so there's no twist. People kept saying, there's a big twist, and you're like, it's not really a big fucking twist. It's foreshadowed out the fucking ass. It's shoved down your throat in a big, veiny cock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so that's uh, that's our thoughts on Malignant. Let us know if you it's, loved it. Like I said, I don't know. It. I got triggered and worked up here, but it's not that bad. I think other people will like it more than me, and there's no problem with that. I just have issues with certain things and whatnot. And uh, no hate to James Wan, because Saw, you know, that's one of the most brilliant horror movies the last 20 years. Yeah, I think that I would be curious to watch the first half of this movie again, knowing what I know now and just seeing how much that plays out. Because some of those sequences of Gabriel in the beginning really work and are 
scary enough that there's this creature moving around, but it's when it becomes like this yeah. matrix matrix style action movie later on, it just loses its luster. Like that thing should have been kind of kept in the shadows. We don't need this big reveal. Even with the reveal, you can still kind of keep some of that down. There's always these. Um, I don't need it, it to become the Terminator and kill every cop in the police it station. It feels very uh, when they're in the house and shit too, and you see like the shadow creature run. Yeah. While she's walking down the stairs or whatever, and you're like, "Is this insidious? Like, what? I've seen this before. You've done this before. Yes, I heard all of these. Yeah. The sorrows, the sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I felt like, though. Just I've I've seen this. Yeah. You've just. Well, I don't know. I think I've said all I need to say. I'm just getting. I keep trying to say it's not that bad, but I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. It was a. Yeah, I don't hate it, but you know. Like what else a, can you it's say? It's like eating a Taco Bell. Sure, it's a meal. Could be better. Could be worse. It's, it is a movie. That is for sure. Yep. But once we cover Basket Case, I think you'll have a higher opinion of that because it has better entertainment value. I would hope so. Weirder, cheesier effects and scenes and. Yeah, if you're gonna do this, you can cheese it all out and get real fucking weird with it. Like Gabriel could have been a complete fucking creep. Yeah. But... Well, that's the thing. Is like the the other one, literally is. The, the tumor creature in Basket Case is pissed because he can't fuck people because he doesn't have a dick. <laughs> that is one of his things. He tries to, like, fucking... He humps people and shit, and he's, like, trying to fuck, but he can't. And it's hilarious. I'm like, why that's don't you just add that in here? Yeah, that's Why don't you add motivation. him into being like, ooh, I have a pussy now? I'm gonna use it. And he gets the bitch pregnant. Yeah. Even though he's the one trying to abort her babies mentally or whatever. He was, like, yeah, feeding yeah. off her fetuses. Yeah, stealing all their nutrients. And I'm like, wait, all, you have, all that's left of him is, is the brain they share. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it. Let us know in the comments if you fucking hated this movie as much as we did. Well, like I said, I don't know. Back. I don't want to talk too much shit on it because I feel like there's some there's some there's some merit here, but it's also just like, come on, try again. Yeah, I would say about 30 percent of this movie is amazing. The other 70 percent. eh? there's nothing. in Well, there there's that's... probably 30. Good. 30. Meh. 40 percent. All right. No. No, stop. Yeah. That whole cop killing sequence I saw in the Terminator was done better. So. <laughs> all right. Well, let us know what you thought in the comments uh, below. Like and subscribe. All that fun stuff. We will see, see you next soon. week. We have lots of good Spectre Vision episodes coming up for another spooky season. Good night. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Frog Brothers Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it if you could like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio feed on Spotify or Apple or Twitch or wherever you listen... Tell your friends and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube at youtube.com slash thefrogbros. Hit us up on Instagram at frogbrospodcast, on Twitter at bros underscore frog, on TikTok at frogbrospodcast, and follow us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, Frog Bros Video, by searching just that, Frog Bros Video. Hit request to join and you'll be approved. We have shirts available. The link is in our Instagram bio and below in the description. And you can find stickers on Etsy at frogbros, all one word. Additionally, if you'd like to give us a call and leave a voicemail soon, our Patreon will be live and we'll be posting monthly responses and reactions to the voicemails. Dial 816-832-5388.